Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the next episode of the podcast on negotiation. And today I have a very special guest uh, uh, with me is uh, Team Berkeley Law from California and New York City. And uh, uh, we will talk about the past edition of the negotiation challenge for students and their experience with our negotiation competition. My name is Remy Smolinski, and I would like to start with an introduction round of our guests. Kavya, would you like to start? Um, sure, I can start us off. Hi, everyone. I'm Kavya Vasari. I'm a 2L at Berkeley Law. Um, well, 2L finished, so I guess 3L. Uh, happy about that. We did TNC. We really enjoyed the fact patterns. We enjoyed working with everyone and all of the teams. So uh, really excited and also happy uh, to introduce my rest of my team, Brandon and Sweet. So I'll pass it to them to introduce themselves. Okay, I'll go next. Hi, I'm Brandon Daly. I am also at Berkeley Law and I'm going to be a 2L, just finished my 1L year. Um, and yeah, I also really like TNC. It was a really fun competition and yeah, I really enjoyed the whole thing and I passed to Sawit. Hey everyone, I'm Sawit Baraki. Just finished my first year in law school, about to go to our second. So very excited about that. And um, I think Javier and Brandon covered everything in terms of like how we were feeling in terms of the competition. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. I have lots more questions. So um, uh, let's uh, let's get going. Um, how did you hear about TNC? What was uh, how did you come up with this crazy idea to uh, to register for the competition? Should I take that? I'm going to take this one. I actually think this is kind of funny because I, at least for me, this was my first year on the negotiation team. So I knew nothing about competitions. I found out about them at the beginning of the year and they were like, tell us what dates you're available. And they just signed us up for TNC. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, let's do this competition. And um, yeah, we didn't know much going into it. So it was kind of really fun to be able to experience it from an aspect of like, having no idea what I was getting myself into. It was very exciting. Yeah, I remember Brandon and I were texting about it because it's also my first year on the team and we didn't get any information in terms of like what to expect about the competition, like what it looked like, like we didn't know anything. So I remember we were texting back and forth and we were freaking out, like, what are we supposed to do? Like, how do we prepare for this? And then we realized like, that's the whole point of, of the competition. Like you, you get your facts later than most of the other competitions from what I think they are. For me, it was a little different. So it's my second year on the ADR team at Berkeley. So I had a chance to do a couple of competitions and take a couple of negotiation classes along the way. So for me, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, but TNC was special. It was, <laughs> it was a lot different from the more formalized kinds of negotiations I've ever been to. And it was like thinking on your feet, being creative, having like strategy and like recreating your strategy at the table. So it was a completely new um, experience for me on that front. Uh, but I also heard really good things about it, about the competition um, from previous competitors. So one of our Berkeley Law team who competed last year who are also, um, I think they're graduating this year. So that's that's uh, exciting. I learned from them about the competition and the crazy time zone thing. So I was a bit more prepared <laughs> um, on that front, but I couldn't have done it without the rest of my team. So this was, this was a great experience for me. That's great to hear. So it was a, a more or less a coincidence and some experience and some, uh, some word of mouth. Uh, great to hear that. Uh, 
And uh, from the crazy idea of uh, being signed up by someone, right, uh, to uh, actually competing in the competition, um, did you guys have gone? Have gone? Have you guys have, have you guys gone through um, through a structure preparation program? How did you get uh, get ready for um, uh, for the actual negotiation rounds? So I can I can start us off. I from what I know, um, ADR has a pretty standardized structure in terms of preparation. Um, so one L during your first year on the team, you get to take an intensive negotiation course. And I think Brandon and Sweet can speak more directly to that since I think they've had it um, more recently than me. Um, after that, we have spars going into in the team. Um, they're kind of preparation for teams that are competing in other competitions and experience building for the other members of the team. So we have opportunities to do get SPAR credits for, for the team and also prepare. So that's more individualized. And I think for TNC in particular, since it was a very close, um, like we get fact patterns and then the negotiation is so close that there wasn't really time to do a more formalized sparring session with the rest of the team members. So we did more individualized preparation and more within team preparation. And I, I'm going to pass it to the rest of my team to kind of just add more color to that. Yeah, I can add a little bit. So when you try out for the ADR team, if you make it on, you then take the negotiations competition intensive course. And over that course, you learn a lot about the different kinds of negotiation styles and that there are so many different ways to negotiate and being you know, a more aggressive or a more defensive sort of negotiator, they all have different purposes and you kind of figure out what works for you and your personality. And yeah, like uh, Kavya said, we do a lot of spar rounds and get a lot of exposure to a lot of different kinds of competitions. And then uh, specifically for TNC, uh, like a few days before we would all meet on Zoom and kind of go over the fact pattern when it was uh, made available to us. And then we would kind of try to see like, what are our interests? What are the potential interests of the opposing side? Um, the, the fact patterns that required a lot of calculations or trying to figure it out. Shout out to Brandon and Kavya. They were really good with the math. And Brandon is an Excel god. So he was really good with, he's really good with like quickly crunching numbers and like creating the formulas. So when um, we were actually negotiating, we were able to kind of quickly see the numbers as opposed to like waiting and then going back and forth. That sounds like a very complete, uh, complete team on all, uh, on all, on the, on the entire spectrum of negotiation skills. Uh, and speaking of uh, speaking of your experience uh, during the competition, is there anything that uh, uh, that you look back as a most memorable moment, the funniest? I don't know, maybe uh, uh, your 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 greatest uh, lessons learned. Uh, um, anything in particular that uh, stands out in terms of your experience from the past few weeks? I, I have, yeah, I have thoughts on this one. I really liked the diversity of the experiences that we got to see from this competition. It was so exciting that I honestly never knew what to expect the next competition was going to be about. I was always like, what are we getting ourselves in for today? And you get the fact pattern. And sometimes it's really number crunchy. Or the other time we had that discussion about environmental safety standards and I really loved being able to actually do research on a real world application of something that's going on right now today 
that I cared about and being able to also negotiate on it. It was, it was really cool to have that experience um, and really exciting to do research on something that's immediately relevant to all of us, you know, global warming. So I loved that. And honestly, for me, I was an engineering undergrad. So all of the number crunching, super big fan. <laughs> I was like, yay, Excel. <laughs> For me too, um, I, I really like researching the different topics. When we had the Egyptian round with uh, Arabia that we were representing, I was looking up ancient Egypt and learning about the history of things too. It, I think it's the fact that we were able to experience so many different things. I think one time we were looking at the retail industry, another time we were looking at sports contracts. So it was, we were looking, we were trying to understand the kinds of culture involved in these different industries. And I think that really helped helped us grow um, in, in, in very diverse ways. And speaking on the point of diversity, the fact that it's a global competition was also super interesting. It's not just the time zones and like the hectic nature of that, but putting that aside, I felt like I saw different teams use quite different strategies depending on where they're located. And the way they were communicating it was different. The way they had um, teamwork was also different. Uh, you had teams where there was one person who's like speaking most of the time and another person who was crunching numbers in the background. And then you had, as you were getting further into the finals, you had teams where everyone was kind of involved and that kind of speaks volumes too. So it was, it was a, I guess the best experience for me was being able to observe those and kind of just pick up on these skills where I could apply going forward. Um, and another thing in terms of preparation, Remy, um, shout out to your book. I actually got it uh, earlier. <laughs> Thank you um, so much. There's at least one person in this book. <laughs> yeah, at least you have you have one fan who read your book. Um, in, I, so as soon as our um, team signed us up for it, I got into the habit of kind of just looking into the competition more and I saw the book and I decided to get it. Uh, so I guess you could say the rounds weren't like the facts weren't super surprising in the sense that because I saw examples of something similar, but again, each round was unique and that climate change. Yeah. Um, shout out to that too. It was, it was a really cool, a cool round. Yeah. It really felt like the competition was very reflective of the world that we live in today in the sense that we're very globalized and we are going to encounter people from all over doing a whole bunch of different things. And um, the framework that they come with when it comes to negotiations or conversations in general is shaped by their experiences. So like as Kavya was mentioning, it was really interesting to see that and then to try to figure out like, okay, this is how they're coming. How do we adjust a little bit so that we either match their energy or we're able to relay what we're saying in a way that they would understand? Or I'm assuming for them to vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super, that's super exciting. So now I have a super um, reflective and difficult question to you guys. I don't know whether you have thought about it or not, but uh, what is the secret of your success? Yeah, I look, When I looked up the results, yeah, it looked at... Uh, you nearly won, or was uh, you were in the top uh, top three, top five of, uh, of of the contestants on all rounds, yeah, regardless of how 
uh, how analytical, how open, close universe uh, they were. Um, but you managed to, you managed all of them really well. So, what was the secret of your success? I I can start us off with this. Um, I think it was preparation for the most part. We it was short timed, but I think it was the way we went about preparing. Um, we got our fact pattern. We each of us took our individual stabs at it and kind of just processed it on our own. And then we met up to add and create this document that this living document or living Excel sheet that we can use. And then we came back and visited it back and forth, kind of just trying to reprocess. I think one secret that that just stands out for the most part is when you look at things over and over again, you start to draw more insights. You start to draw new insights. And I think that that can be hard when you're when you don't have preparation. So that's one um, key takeaway I would give to future competing uh, teams. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think that for, we had the, one of the final rounds, I think it was round maybe where we didn't get as much time to do preparation and we actually had to crunch numbers really quick. So it was cool that, you know, the competition had these diversities of experiences. So somewhere where you did have to do a lot of preparation, but I think, you know, one of our team's other really good skills that was relevant to this competition is um, being able to like work together and make our team still like reasonable to the other side. You really had to make sure that you had a good relationship with the other team because how like how you came off to the other team was relevant to your final score. So at the end of the day, I think that just trying to be a respectful individual and try to be reasonable with our negotiations while also representing our clients is something that our team focused really hard on doing. And I think that when I was looking back over the scores and seeing like, how did we crunch our numbers and where did our numbers tie up versus like how were other teams evaluating us? I think that we tended to get really high scores in the other side's opinion of how, you know, how kind we were or how much they'd want to negotiate with us again. So I think that was the secret sauce. <laughs> Anything to add to it? I was actually like, I think you're breaking off. Or... I, is it my internet or? No, yeah, it's happening on mine too. Same for me. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. So. Uh, I was actually just looking back on something that we were texting because on the final round, um, one of the introductory questions was like, what is our team's superpower? And I wanted to read that off to you because I feel like that was really reflective of how we worked together. So um, Kavya is very much like the energy of the team. She really brought all of us together. And then Brandon was very good with like his logic and like the numbers and all of that. And then I'm okay, like with talking and communicating. So then I feel like, uh, like all of us kind of brought something that when we came together, like it really we functioned cohesively. That sounds really uh, that sounds really convincing because I also uh, dug a little bit deeper into into your results, and it seems that uh, what you managed to do really well is uh, combining substantive outcome with relational outcome really well. Yeah? So um, in terms of uh, in terms of value engineering, 
creating and claiming value. Uh, you guys did uh, exceptionally well, but it was not at the cost of the relationship. Yeah? So, um, um, and that's uh, that's uh, that's something that doesn't happen very often. Um, typically, we think you know that the more value we claim for ourselves, uh, the the more strain it will create on the relationships that we build during the negotiation, but you somehow manage to uh, uh, manage to uh, combine one with the other. Yeah. Any thoughts on this? I would. Uh, this is one of uh, one of my uh, upcoming research projects. So if you guys have uh, any 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 directions in which you would like to point me uh, or us uh, to uh, be, uh, I'll be very happy to, um, uh, to to listen to it. I can. Um, I have some thoughts on this. Um... I think honesty is particularly important when it comes to a negotiation. And I don't think there was any time in our all of our rounds where any of us ever said anything that we didn't really mean. And I think just knowing that we're saying what we mean was reflected in the way we communicated. And the other side, I, I imagine, intuitively picked up on that and knew that they could trust us as counterparts. Um, and we gave deals that we felt were reasonable. We began with asking questions about their interests, sharing our interests as much as we can in that particular moment, depending on our strategy, kind of gaining information and giving information. And through that process, we tried to build a report. We, um, we, we didn't go in being very business focused. We were going in to build a relationship and a long lasting relationship. Um, I think in one of our rounds we started off was how how was Greece because we totally weren't there at the moment <laughs> and, and asking about lunch and stuff like that I think those kinds of things are important because we're human in nature and um, kind of starting off there builds the common ground from where we can start to work through our differences and our um, opposing interests yeah I think we also tried to like really respect and hear the other side and we tried to curate our numbers, I think, in a way where you want the other side to understand that you see their interests and you can see each other's and instead work together to find where do we each have the most flexibility? How can we both make this the best deal for each of us? And I think that starting off by building this really nice rapport and like being kind to each other and then getting into how can we be kind to each other in this deal and make it the best financial outcome. And I think that just kind of like translating those two things, it's really tricky, but I think that's kind of the key here. Anything to add, uh, Sweet? Um... I feel like they covered it, but it also made me think that like another way to describe or like to capture everything was like the, we tried to be as just as possible when it came to like how we approached the the fact pattern and our interest or whoever we are representing's interest, we weren't trying to make it so that like um, the goals or uh, the things that we were trying to go for were very extreme in terms of like the scale of how it balanced out in terms of our favor or theirs. So I think maybe that could also have factored into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One um one last thing to add quickly. I remember one of um professor from a negotiation class saying this. Um, if you try to grab all of the value, then the other person won't want to work with you anymore. I, I don't know, for some reason that line stuck with me. Um, because you 
we want to work together. We want to have a long lasting relationship. That's how business works. That's how um, life works. Uh, and in general, it's the goal of a negotiation should be to create value at the table as opposed to um, just making it a fixed sum game. I, I, I imagine there are definitely situations where that's the case, where there's a fixed number of resources, but whenever possible, I guess the goal is to create value so that both sides could be happy and um, can work together going forward in a just way. Mm -hmm. Very wise words. Um, so empathy, um, genuine um, ethics, uh, I've heard, uh, a genuine interest for the other party, um, um, the other party's uh, priorities, and uh, then uh, claiming, uh, claiming a fair share, but a fair share, right? Uh, uh, that is justifiable. That can be um, that can be defended on reasonable grounds. Thank you so much for your inspiration. I have a few more. I'm looking at uh, uh, conscious look, like looking at the time. Uh, but um, uh, what is the what is the, the main difference uh, in your opinion between between negotiation courses that you have taken and the competitions that you participated in in terms of uh, their pedagogical value? What can you learn from one? versus what can you learn from the other? What is the value of uh, one and or the other? Yeah? Uh, do you have any thoughts on, uh, uh, on this maybe? What is the place of negotiation competitions in the spectrum of you know, building uh, negotiation skills? Um, I will let my teammates start this one. I feel like I've talked too much. <laughs> so who would like to take this one? I can um, start. Okay, yeah, or do you want to go ahead? No, go ahead. You got it. Okay. I was thinking um, the difference that I felt was that when we were in the negotiations class, it was very much um, absorbing information in terms of the different styles of negotiations that exist, trying to figure out where you fit in within that spectrum. And then during the competition, you had the opportunity to actually practice those skills. So you're able to take the concepts that were just on paper and actually apply it and see what fit you. And I also felt like because you actually felt the stakes, it made the intensity and um, how you reacted in the instance a lot more real. And I feel like that, that real aspect is probably what's the most... Um, like what I felt like I gained the most from the competition because it felt I was able to actually think like, oh, these are actually people that have their interests. I have my interests. I, I actually felt like when it came to the, for example, when you're representing Manchester United, I really felt like I was representing them and I really wanted their best interests <laughs> in the end. So it was uh, in, in terms of the incentive to uh, to put ourselves in the uh, in the position of the party that or the constituents constituency that we are uh, that you guys were representing as negotiators. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I agree with Sweet. I think that in the competition we, or I'm sorry, in our class we really got to learn about different kinds of negotiation styles and what we should be thinking about when we're thinking about negotiating in general and kind of just a, a general framework of it, and then. When we got to do this competition, it was like we were using these practical skills, but we were also going up against people from business schools and other law schools around the country. And I think that having these negotiations with people from different backgrounds and like different um, education, you know, MBA system or the business system as opposed to law school, 
it really gives like a lot more life to it. And, um, you know, working with people other than law students or lawyers to be is, it's just always interesting because I think that we think so differently and we think about different values and we worry about different things. So this competition has been a great way to kind of see these different aspects of that come to life. And I wouldn't have gotten that from my class. Mm -hmm. For, um, to kind of add on um, to what Sweet and Brandon were saying, I think negotiations uh, competitions give an opportunity to test out the skills we learn from theory. That's definitely one um, important thing. And another point is that as, as, as we're in a position where um, we need to change our strategy at a particular situation in time, we're testing out new things to see okay, so does this way of approaching the situation work with this particular team? Or should I be trying something else? Um, you should, you're also in a teamwork environment. Um, one team might, uh, one teammate, excuse me, might um, use, might make a call in that particular situation to say a particular information or um, propose a particular deal. And you're kind of just like, okay, let me work with that. Or let me try to pull that back. Or you're kind of in that moment and I think it also gives an opportunity to figure out your particular style even more. So in, when you're in class and you're learning these different theories, you can only imagine a hypothetical situation in your mind trying to apply it. But then in a competition, you can see, you can apply it and you can see the results right in front of you based on the reactions of the opposing side. And I think with TNC, even more importantly was the fact that it was very numerical based so we could see our final result. Okay, so how was our relationship? How was the outcome of our negotiation for um, the, the side we were representing and kind of just see how that came together. Um, the quantification really helped to assess. Um, I remember at one time I thought, okay, so we made, we proposed a deal, we got a result. And then I looked back on that round and I thought, huh, if I could go back, I would probably like tweak this part of what we did. And for us, as, as the rounds were consecutive, I felt like we got better at that, adjusting our strategy ourselves to approach the other side. And it's like preparation from class and application and competitions are like two wings of a bird. You need one wing to like learn the information and the other wing to apply it and unless the bird has both wings it can't fly right so that's kind of um my perspective on this all right thank you so much uh, for sharing this yes so we are one of the wings uh right mm -hmm. with our competitions good to hear that yeah uh, I, i'm buying this analogy i'll be using it in the future uh, <laughs> so now guys imagine the following right many uh, many many uh, many many schools many universities that uh, that take part um, in our in our competition have uh, structured preparation programs uh, in which uh, the older uh, the older teams that have participated already um, take care of the of, of, of their successors and uh, you know help them uh, coach them and help them sort of uh, uh, prepare uh, pre prepare for what what is to come yeah? so what are the um, the key recommendations that you guys would uh, give to your younger colleagues um, uh, well or may, uh, who, who, who would be who would consider um, applying or registering for for TNC 2020, what would 2023, I think it will be. <laughs> I would definitely say preparedness. I think that this is a competition where when you get the fact pattern, you want to look at it, you want to understand it, you want to 
get with your teammates, you want to crunch numbers, figure out what do you think the number is that you should be going for? Like what kind of value do you, do we think is a reasonable one? And sometimes you're shocked. You go into the competition and you end up with way more money than you thought you were going to get. And other times it was way tighter than you thought it would be. And you really had to think like, how, how can I be reasonable to this other person when the range is so tight? So I think really testing out the numbers and also working with your team and, and getting sort of a pre-understanding of how we might work together on this and you know how we might work through the competition. Are we gonna have like an Excel spreadsheet where we just type the numbers in and is there gonna be one person who votes for the whole team or do we need to take time aside? So, yeah. Yeah, it was also, um, I think Brandon said it all, but one additional thing um, I wanna quickly add is like in our discussions, I thought it was also super important for us to tease out the values and the interests of our side um, in particular, and then rank those interests if you can. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's during the competition where you actually figure out whether an interest is as important as you thought. So kind of just, it's important to learn to think on your feet, but preparation and kind of having your interests in mind and being goal oriented um, is super important to kind of have a target. Mm -hmm. So this is what the number I want to aim for, or at least try to aim for. Um, having that ballpark range is super helpful. Mm -hmm. I think good. two, oh, sorry, Remy. I was going to add that two things came to mind. Um, one would be being detached from, from the outcome. So like really going in and trying your best and then sometimes um, getting or being flexible also within that instance because things will get thrown at you that you didn't necessarily prepare for. So being detached, I think, allows whoever's in the competition to really um, work with whatever is being thrown at them in the moment. And then I think the second thing I thought of is um, being fearless because I think uh, for Brandon and I, actually even Kavya, this was the first time that we all competed in TNC. And at first we were freaking out because we didn't know what, ex what to expect. But I think like just going for it, if someone or if a team is thinking about signing up, I think they should definitely do it because it's a great opportunity and you get to practice your negotiation skills that you've been learning throughout your years or your life. Yeah, I agree. I Just to add on to that really quick, this being my first competition, I did not expect to win. I didn't even expect to make it to the finals. And it was so awesome to be able to like experience that for my first competition. So absolutely be fearless. Just do it. Just do it. All right. That sounds great. Um, how about uh, great negotiators? I always ask this uh, question to all my uh, all my guests uh, um, um, I, in, in terms of uh, their inspiration, their um, role models when it comes to uh, greatness, greatness in negotiation. Um, is there anyone uh, contemporary, any contemporary person or historical person um, that uh, comes to your mind, that pops into your mind when it comes to, uh, hey, that this is uh, how I would like to negotiate at some point. Yeah, great negotiators. Uh, Kavya, would you like to start? Um, sure. Uh, so I think the one of the negotiators that comes to my mind right now would be um, Chris Wass. He did the he did that book. Let me look that up really quick. Oh, never split the difference. Yeah, do you have that too, Remy? It's a it's a great book. Yeah, 
Um, so one thing I think I really took away from that book was um, about staying in the moment. He talks about how theory is important, but then he talks about being in the moment, responding to the other side. And I think that's the kind of that's the kind of negotiator I want. I would like to be someone who can be um, be in the moment, notice the other side, remember my goal, and kind of just go for it, right? Um, so yeah, pass it to Brandon. Um, yeah, I was honestly, I remember seeing this question beforehand and I was thinking to myself, Joseph Halloum, which I don't know how famous he is like around the world, but he's definitely famous at Berkeley Law and he like has the negotiation competition here. And I think that he stands for a lot of really great negotiation values. And, you know, I think that, yeah, I think he's a great role model for negotiating. I think for me, I'm new to the negotiation world. So I don't think I've been fully exposed to all the, the wonderful negotiators that are out there. Um, but I feel like participating in this competition and seeing how everyone was interacting with each other and all the skill sets that I saw um, people put into practice allowed me to see a lot of great negotiation. Thank you so much. Uh, and my final question, um, um, life doesn't end with TNC, right? Uh, so what are your plans? Uh, what are your plans for the future near and, uh, and a little bit more distant? So um, after law school um, in, in during the next year, uh, next years uh, of the law school and beyond. Uh, uh, Suit, would you like to start this time? Let's reverse the sequence. <laughs> yeah, sure. So this summer, I'll actually also be in New York with Kavya. I'm going to be working at a law firm. Um, in terms of my long-term plans, uh, it's honestly to be determined. Law school is a space that really allows you to explore a lot of different elements of the law and um, how you fit into that. So I'm really trying to utilize these next two years while I'm in law school to try to figure out um, what the rest of my life is going to look like. I can go. And you're in the middle, regardless of the sequence. You're always in the middle. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, am I going or is Kavya? Should, should I go? You can, yeah, go. You um, can go. change sorry. your perpetual middle spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for me, I'm interning uh, this summer at Quinn Emanuel. Um, after law school, uh, I haven't thought about it um, I mean, I have thought about it. It's just, it, it's really amorphous at the moment, but I'm thinking of uh, continuing at a law firm um, before considering about other, op other options, whether it's to look to see whether um, a more government oriented position is better or maybe see if in-house counsel might be a better way to go. I think that probably, I think both sides would probably present a good opportunity to try negotiation skills in different contexts. Um, yeah, so I'll pass to Brandon. Yeah, so this summer, I'm gonna be a summer associate at Morrison and Forrester, which is a law firm out here in San Francisco. And I'm gonna be working in their intellectual property litigation department on a lot of patent stuff. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. I was a patent agent before, so I like doing all of the science. Um, and yeah, I guess long-term goals, I definitely want to work at a firm, but really, really long-term goals, I would love to be involved in academia. 
Well, that sounds awesome. So let's uh, let's keep in touch. Uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have uh, some uh, some touch points in the future. Would we'll be uh, super happy if I if our paths uh, uh, would cross again. So congratulations, uh, 2022 uh, negotiation world champions. Uh, you guys did an awesome job, and it was uh, and it was a delight uh, to have you guys with us. Uh, uh, Kavya, Brandon, Suit, uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, all the best for your careers, uh, and let's keep in touch. Thank you so much. It was great. Thank, thank you, so you Rami. Um, we really appreciate it, and we're also really thankful to the judges. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, so it was it was great experience for us and really thankful to, for the opposing teams as well. We learned a lot from them. All right, thank you so much. I'll pass it on. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>